0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Here on Blog Talk Radio, it is Thursday, and this is your host, Jim Ventura. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, it is another beautiful hundred and something degree day here in Phoenix. It's a good amount of humidity. Uh, Anyway, if it's your first time tuning into the show, uh, again, thanks for joining me. Uh, I am a professional navigational consultant. What does that mean? Uh, My expertise is in astrology, numerology, tarot, uh, runestones, animal cards, angel cards, a number of different types of oracles, actually quite a few that I read, uh, and I have been doing so for many years. I do private sessions with people uh here in my home office uh and as well as by phone. If you have any interest in uh heading up a session, go to my website, jimventure.com. You can get some information about the different services I offer. And I have uh for the month of August still, July and August, I've got the new client special promotion of twenty-five dollars off my listed rates for 45 minute or longer sessions. So uh, I still got another month to take advantage of that. While I'm doing that as well, I'm a blog columnist and an author. If you're not already getting my uh, monthly column, email me at venturasaj at yahoo.com. I'll add you to the mailing list so you can get my free monthly newsletter as well. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> now today is our astrology show. We do different different themes on, on each show uh, each month. Uh, generally, I do a show uh, at the beginning of the month where I read my, my monthly column, And spend most of the session, uh, the time talking about that. Uh, Then I typically do an astrology show and often an interview show. And sometimes I do little mini classes. I will be doing one, not sure on what yet, but I'll be doing one at the end of August. So uh, you can, you know, do the like on Blog Talk Radio as well, too. And you'll get an update for when the shows are coming up, as well as if you get my column. But uh, this is our astrology show. So we're going to talk about astrology today, current astrology. And then uh, I am going to open up the phone lines about halfway through the show, so uh, we'll have about maybe t- uh, 20 minutes to take some live calls. So uh, be patient. I'm not. I don't take phone calls early in the show because a lot of people are wanting the astrology information, uh, so that's kind of a priority. But I will be opening the phone lines today about halfway through, and I'll be able to take a couple of callers. So if you're, uh, I'll take in in order of who is patient enough to wait. And uh, we can even do a little quick mini-reading or a card pull or something for you if you have a question. Okay, we'll get to that later. Uh, let's start talking about astrology because a couple of interesting things are coming down the pike or have come down the pike, so to speak. Um, I have mentioned this on Facebook, a couple of other places as well. Last week, uh, Mercury, uh, actually not even last week, uh, the, this week, I believe it was Monday, Uh, Mercury went direct again. It had been in Cancer, going retrograde for about three weeks. Uh, Retrograde is when the planet planet appears to be going backwards from Earth's perspective. So let's talk about that first because that's the big one that affected everyone at one level or another. Mercury retrogrades typically will somewhat create a little confusion around communication. Mercury rules the way we think, communicate, express ourselves. So, of course, when it goes retrograde we typically will find uh, that communication gets a little screwy, uh, so to speak. Uh, most of the time, what it really, really, really means more than the other detail you'll find is that you'll often go over an issue and begin to reanalyze something in your life. Um, you know, and this is even in a tangible way where you know, certain things will show up and uh, in our life um, that are, you know, issues that may be like a familiar pattern from before. So Mercury's push through cancer, what that was doing for the last couple of weeks and certainly during the retrograde as well, is it really had us thinking a lot about how we are nurtured and how we nurture others, how we care for the people in our lives It brought up issues around family, home, your sense of rootedness. Um, One of the things that I had kind of joked with a lot of people about it. Was it was like it was making you feel more and then think about how you feel and then feel and then think and then feel and then think, you know, kind of a back and forth kind of a feeling. So, you know, one of the things I would uh, remind everyone is whether you're a Cancer or not in terms of your sun sign, we have that somewhere in our chart. So the house position in astrology of the 12 houses is going to be even more significant in the area where it would have been um, operating from. But you can still get a generalized theme for everybody, which again is it has you know, if you think about what cancer is, the positive pole of cancer as a sign is I feel. It's negative is I brood. So the gift of cancer is the ability to feel things in a very deep way, uh very intuitive, very sensitive, very nurturing. The negative I brood is it can be tough for cancer to let go of something, old hurts, old angers, things that um old betrayals it can be really difficult to let go of. So, again, we've, had, we've all got that somewhere in our chart. So, again, usually the house placement will will tell you more about where that's occurring. Um, you could research that on your own astrology sites. You can hire an astrologer. I'm an astrologer, and I uh, get info on that as well. But what we all kind of encountered, again, was this issue of really looking at bringing up a lot of old feelings and, again, looking at whether you're giving too much or, you know, your, your giving-receiving ratio is off, Again, issues with home, with family, you know, your roots, you know, all the, you know, whether that's your immediate family or the family of friends, you know, sometimes our work family is our family, and our friends may be more family to us in some ways as well than our even our, our the family we were born into. So a lot of issues around that. So as it went direct again on Monday, you know, a lot of times it can almost feel like something clicked, like some issue you've been working on or thinking about now kind of makes sense to you. Um, having a new awareness of it, hopefully in a positive way, but now it's going forward, so we've got some good momentum going again, and we got a couple of months before we get another Mercury retrograde. Uh, so that's uh, th- that's a biggie. Also, at the end of this month, I think like the twentieth or 29th, if you check this out online, you'll see a number of astrologers talking about a grand trine, I believe, between, I believe it's Jupiter... Neptune, the Moon. I'm not sure the exact planets. I should know this, but um, uh, I have to. I should have really look this up. But I'm not really going to talk about this much. Th- this that much because I'm not as knowledgeable about this area. But usually, when you get a grand trine between planets that way, it's kind of like a really positive energy that just kind of comes in and affects a lot of people. So we've got this good kind of thing coming into play uh, toward the end of the month. I think it's around the 29th. Uh, so so check that out. Um, you know, and look up the grand trine. If you, if you punch it in Google, I bet you it will surface all over the place. Uh, so uh, uh, that's another thing, kind of good little flow of energy coming in uh, for the uh, for the end of the month. It should influence everyone, hopefully, in a positive way. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to the show. I see you got some callers ready waiting. Hang uh, hey, guys, I know some of you have been, i got one that's ready online for 20 minutes. I will be opening the phone lines in a little bit today, so I will take... Uh, the phone calls in order that they come in, as many as I can get in the show. We do that in about 15 minutes, uh, maybe a little sooner I'll open up those phone lines. Uh, I want to welcome everyone to the show and the chat room and live listeners as well as archive listeners. Welcome Lachey M, and everybody else who's here. Good to have you. hope you are all doing well. I am in a particularly good mood myself. Been, uh, I don't know, it's a lot of things kind of lined up in a good space right now in my life, so I'm a very, very much in an appreciative space. So, uh, some positive energy coming through from me. I don't know if you can hear that in my voice, though, because I'm a New Yorker, and I would think we always sound like we're a little irritated and gruff.
2: <laughs> but,
1: but that's that's sort of a personality disposition uh, more than anything else. All right. So, we talked a little bit about Mercury. Let's talk about a few other things. Mars and Jupiter are also in Cancer. Again, a lot of stuff still going on in Cancer. And, uh, you know, so, again, still a lot of issues and themes, home, family, you know, service, rootedness, how you caretake. Uh, both Mars and Jupiter uh, have recently conjunct each other too. So, a lot of energy around that. Still, for another couple of weeks or so, uh, Jupiter will be in Cancer for quite a few more months, actually. So, still some Cancerian energy. Although the Sun has certainly moved into Leo. And uh, anyone who's a Leo obviously knows that. And you could usually feel that Leo push coming in. So, uh, you know, the Sun, when the Sun goes into Leo, you know, whether you're a Leo or not, it is going to kind of give you a little bit of a boost of confidence, a little bit of creative energy, a little bit more healthy cockiness, so to speak, should come into play. So it's kind of interesting to look to see where Leo is in your chart uh, in get in house placements. And, and in case you don't know what I'm talking about here, so I know a lot of you guys do, but the house placements in astrology, that's why you kind of need to know the birth time to get an accurate placement of houses. they so basically 12 houses of life. First house is your personality. Second house is money, finance, and security. Third house is communication. Fourth house is home and family. Fifth house is romance, risk-taking and play, creativity. Sixth house is work, service, on and on and on. So, the, so when, you, when you find out where a sign is in a house, that's actually going to show the style and the way you are in that area of life. So, Leo... Sun is in Leo uh at this point like for me Le- I've got Leo and Virgo both in my fifth house which is romance risk taking play creativity uh, communication, gambling, risk-taking—you know all the things that I like. By the way, a lot. <laughs> I go to the, you know, I go to the casino two times a month, and I go to Vegas every other month. I love to gamble, and you know, not excessively. I mean, I'm actually a very frugal, pragmatic ga- the gambler, the Virgo part in there. Uh, very frugal about. It. In fact, I am. I'm, I've just finished a book teaching people how to. Uh, it's called Free Ride. How to do um, casino gambling for next to nothing the way that I do because I get my rooms comped and my and my food free and I, don't know, I spend very little money toward it I get a lot out of it because I'm so uh, mathematical not psychic the psychic stuff doesn't work <laughs> as well in the casino and I, I could probably do a whole show on that but I'm not going to do that today because we don't have the time but. uh because it's different when you're using intuitive ability that way. But it's more of a pragmatic thing. So I like the luxury of it. I like the play of it. I'm very artistic. I'm very creative. I'm a writer. All that makes sense. So when you look at where Leo is in your chart, again, that's going to give you guys some real indication of where you kind of like to shine, where you have a little bit of an extravagance, where you want to be recognized and acknowledged for being a little bit of a lion. So we all got that somewhere, and that's, uh, you know, again, you don't have to be a Leo to have a little bit of Leo in you. You know, again, if you look in the chart, you'll notice um, that, uh, you know, where if you've got planets in Leo, that's going to really bring that to the surface as well, too. Positive poll of Leo is I will. Negative poll is I pretend. I've also got, uh, I actually have a promotion going on for Leos this month uh, for people who get my fan page on Facebook uh... look that up and click an i like so you get the fan uh... fan page messages because leo's get a very heavily discounted birthday reading during their uh... birthday months. so anyway so we got the sun and leo for now again still some planets lagging behind with the cancerian energy uh... venus is way ahead in virgo already so that's going to create a little bit more of an ease in terms of how we fix solve resolve take care of ourselves venus is kind of an easy planet thankfully So, uh, Venus in Virgo is going to bring up some healthy service uh, themes for us. Uh, Saturn is direct again in Scorpio. So, uh, you know, we had some retrograde motion for the last couple of months with Saturn in Scorpio, really bringing to surface a lot of themes around, you know, looking at personal power. Uh, That's what Scorpio is all about. So, Saturn... It's pushing its way through there, uh, obviously, was was going to really, really bring up a lot of issues for us personally about how we use power, how we influence others in the world. Uh, dare I say the word manipulate without any Scorpios getting uncomfortably, because that is a Scorpionic gift and then can sometimes be a curse. There's good manipulation and then there's bad manipulation. So, uh, a lot of repercussions on, on the negative actions coming from people that are kind of uh, that were misusing their power, and then a lot of really powerful reward for people that were using it appropriately. You can kind of see this kind of out in the world um, as well. But again, I would think you know we can look at the out of the planets and how they affect the world at large. We can also look at it more personally. So for most of us, again, Saturn through Scorpio really, really was getting us to reexamine the way we use personal power in this world. Uh, over others or to influence others in a good way, and and even looking at, at issues relating to intimacy itself, you know, and and the uh, understanding the the light and the dark that exists within us and and in all of us. So Saturn is direct again. Some you know again, usually once the planet goes direct, you'll often have kind of work through whatever it was personally that was your you know issue there that needed some uh, some some growth, so to speak. Uh, okay, so let's see. We've talked a little bit about uh, let's see. We've talked about let's talk about Chiron. Chiron is in Pisces. Um, Chiron or Chiron, I'm never sure exactly how to pronounce that. Is uh, in Pisces right now. You know, this is Chiron is one of these things that some astrologers will talk about and some won't. I think they discovered in 1977. I believe its orbit is between Uranus and Saturn. It's too small to be a planet too big to be an asteroid. They didn't know what the hell to do with it. So they kind of called it the wounded healer. So wherever it is in your chart is where we kind of came into this world with a wound that we carry. Um, You know, you can't really heal your Chiron as much as you eventually can use it to help and to heal and inspire others. Uh, So it's an interesting place to look at. And anyone who is, you know, in their late 40s or early 50s is definitely going to Understand the impact of a Chiron return, which takes about 49, 50 years to happen. Uh, that's coming up for me. In fact, I'm in the early stages of my Chiron return because I'm 48, and uh, definitely brought to surface a number of things about really, really, really original wounds were. And I was born when when Chiron was in Pisces, as it is again. So it can bring up where you're selfless and giving in a positive way. Uh, It can also bring up where you might have a victim consciousness in in certain ways as well, too. So that's pushing its way through through Pisces right now, and will for a couple more years. You know, another thing I want to mention, too, one of the planets I want to bring into the mix here before I go to the phones, because we've got a lot of callers, so I think we'll open the phone lines a bit earlier than usual today, is uh, Uranus is in Aries. Now, Uranus is always a very cool thing to look at in our chart um because uranus is is the planet in our chart where we're very eccentric, unique, iconclastic. Um we don't follow the rules. Uranus is the uh very thing that kind of pushes us to be independent, to be an individual, to be unique. Um uh, you, uh Aquarius's ruling planet is is uh is, is Uranus. So Aquarius know this very very well. This planet It's part of who they are. In that respect, so I always say that Aquarians are weirdos, and I never say that in a mean way. <laughs> I actually say it in a positive way because they usually like themselves because of their eccentricity, you know, which is a good thing. So, where Uranus is in your chart is where you're always going to have kind of this push to be unique, to be independent, to be different, sometimes detached. Um, I have it in my my my, my creativity house as well. And uh, that has served me very, very well as a writer and a creative person. Um, I also, you know, and another thing is because it's in my romance house, too. It's funny because I can be very detached around some of those matters in a way. Others often become incredibly emotionally immersed. I have an ability to be kind of detached around some of that, which is cool that I'm able to do. But sometimes it gets me into trouble. so that said, Uranus is pushing through Aries. So what it's really, really doing for all of us is it's triggering that independence that needs to be you know, unique, to be different, to overcome, uh, to be strong, to lead at some levels. You can see a lot of stuff happening around the world with a lot of revolts and pushes against things that are happening in you know, other cultures like Egypt and, and places like that as Uranus is, is pushing its way through Aries because it's making people... You know, again, kind of want to fight the structural rules of life and um, in their areas. So a uh, very kind of interesting influence that's going on. So more personally, you know, around us will stay in a house in your chart for a, a good, you know, probably anywhere from five to eight years. So it's a long-range kind of a trigger, but right now it is retrograde. So, uh, again, re-looking at, at how we use that independence, how we use that originality, how we use that unique part of ourselves. Okay. Uh, I'm, there's a number of other things I'd like to talk about, but I've had some very patient people waiting on the phone line, so I'm going to take a couple little mini calls here. Um, uh, as I take callers, uh, again, i got I to really talk for about three, four, five minutes tops for each person, just we don't have a long show, but I do want to, if you have a question, I can pull a card or see if I can pick up something for you on that, or a question about astrology or anything else for that matter. This is, I always promise to open the phone lines on my astrology show, so I'm, I'm delivering on my promise. So uh, I'll see if I, I get as many calls as I can in, and if we have some extra time, we'll go back to talking about some other astrology stuff here. Um, okay, the guest call-in number is 646 You might need to dial a 1 before that, guys. I'll do my best to get to everybody uh, please be patient and hang, um, and uh, we'll try to get to you, uh, again, 646 And we'll take a couple of calls now. Um, also, again, just a quick reminder, if you're not able to get in and you're looking to kind of have a session, you don't have to meet in Phoenix to do one, uh, go to my website, com, and you can check out my rates and things and contact me if you'd like to set up. A session uh, by phone, and I do have a promotional special of 25 off for new clients just for August, July and August, so that's still in effect, so grab that up while I still have it. Okay, enough sales stuff. Let's take my first caller. Uh, Hi, I'm Jill. Hello.
2: Hi, I'm Jill.
1: Hi, Jill. How are you?
2: I'm good. The astrology stuff is very interesting. I'm enjoying it.
1: Awesome. And what's your what's your date of birth? You can just give us a day and month.
2: Uh, December seventeenth, nineteen sixty.
1: Ah, so a fellow Sagittarius like me. Do you know what the uh, positive and negative poles of Sagittarius are?
2: I'm a double Sagittarius.
1: Okay. Oh, a double Sag on top. I mean, your Sag rising or your Moon's in Sag? Moon. Moon as well. Yeah, that's a that's a. Uh, I've got a Libra rune. I always say that my Libra rune makes me a lot nicer. If my Sagittarius was running the show, I would, I would put my foot in my mouth all the time. Libra always saves me. Right, like me. me. <laughs> but but you know what? The positive pole of Sagittarius, as I understand, um, which is an amazing attribute that Sagittarians have, this insight into other people, other cultures, yes. and the way that they think is just great. I mean, I'm, I have to remember other people don't always have that because I'm not as reactive to someone's um, perceptions of things, because even if I don't agree with it, I understand it. Me too. Why it might be that way. Absolutely. The negative is I exaggerate, and Sagittarius are notorious exaggerator, so I always say that with love. Uh, if it's good, we make it even better. If it's bad, we're very dramatic. Uh, it's a notorious Sagittarius uh, ability to exaggerate. why so we have a lot of Sagittarius that are teachers and writers and performers because they're inclined toward the exaggeration part um which can be harmless it can be harmful it depends on how you <laughs> depends on how you use it in that sense anyway so uh do you have a question or anything that you wanted to ask
2: yeah i have and you know stuck in my life for a few years now, I suffered a lot of abuse and trauma, of course, from the uh, family, and of course, it's spread out into other parts right. of my life. I have been working really, really hard to process things and heal things, and I've made mm-hmm. breakthroughs, and I've gotten clarity, and some cla- I mean, I'm sure there's tons more, it's a whole lifetime. Right. You know, and I'm Absolutely. seeing things different, and I'm feeling different, and um, now what? I, I don't know what's ahead of me.
1: You know what I'm kind of getting on this? This is interesting, what I'm picking up for you. One of the things I always like to say, it helps it, it helps, and it doesn't help. But, you know, I always think when we've gone through tremendous abuse or difficulty, I mean, one positive way of looking at it, and sometimes it's tough because sometimes the abuse is really bad, and I think in your case you might have had a bit of that. Um, yes. A lot of times we're balancing karma. That's the one. That, I mean, I've had a, I had a couple of experiences in my life too uh, that were really brutal. And you know, thankfully through past life regressions and various other things, is almost knowing why it happened helps me a lot to process through a lot of it. Because again, you know, when I went through it, you can't almost you can almost never do that when you're going through it though. You know what I mean? It's but a karma, I think, is a very key element in understanding why we sometimes go through difficulty. That said, what I feel like now for you is, it feels to me like, one, I think because you have purged through and, and, and processed a lot of the abuse and the difficulty, I think you now need to really, really look and consider um, how to use that, those, excuse my expression, shitty experiences maybe to help teach, inspire, and help others. And I think you have the power to do that, and that's the gift of being a double Sagittarius, too. Once you get comfortable opening your mouth, you'll never close it. And I mean that in a good way. So right, but that. it just it flows. It, yeah, because that, that's it. Ultimate Sagittarians are teachers. But you know what I'm hearing that, from, that I'm kind of getting just at an intuitive level? Is you guys are saying to me, like, it's almost like they're pushing me to say, it really is a time for you to take care of you, because I know you're going to teach and you're going to inspire other people, but I feel like there's a very strong push um, toward, toward just exercise and taking care of yourself and really, really getting yourself into a really, really good space physically and emotionally. I just think that you, by attending to your body and, and who you are right now, um, that is going to really fine-tune you in a way where you're going to get even in a more harmonious place than you already are. Um, the other thing, do, do you exercise? Not really. Yeah. I'm getting kind of, you might want to look into yoga or things. You know, start slow and build right, your way Right, I was just it,
2: thinking yoga because that's, like, easier yeah. for me.
1: Yeah, I think yoga. I'm really, it's very interesting what I'm getting because I see this sort of chapter opening up for you about you taking care of yourself and, and eventually inspiring others. But your guides are saying to me it's like, it's like you've got to get yourself in a really really good space uh, energetically emotionally and then also physically. I think you've done a lot energetically and emotionally, but now they're saying a little bit of push toward um, the physical as well will help a lot. But I got to tell you one thing. It's going to sound really funny, but like I've worked with a lot of totem animals and I worked with bear totem years ago and a few other animal totems and uh, and I know that. Um, one of the things I've, I'm very, I'm fairly well built for a guy. If anybody sees my profile picture, I kind of got a boxer's body. And uh, you know why I did that? Why I prioritize that?
2: Why? Because enough, I just had a soul retrieval, and my power animal was a bear.
1: Interesting, right? Oh. And uh, but you know that's great because one of the reasons I did that was because when you have a bear or you have a strong body and you're healthy and you're physically strong no one messes with you period they just don't it just me it's just something about that instinct that people have to look at someone that is physically strong and say eh i don't think so
2: that's true and
1: it's funny cuz such a simplistic brutal based thing but that's the beauty of Bear as an animal totem. I love that that came up for you because, you know, the, the, the test with Bear is to know when to hibernate, to know when to sleep, to know when to eat, to know when to take care of yourself, to trust your intuition. It's very almost um, medieval in the positive sense of chivalry in its energy, the light of Arthur. There's a number of things behind it. The test with Bear, though, of course, is and also corresponds with another Sagittarian test, which is a test of restraint. Which is to know when to not rip the the campground apart, (laughs) so to speak, you know, because you could tear into family members and people that had hurt you, but if you can catch that, you can realize that the people that did these things to you in the past were really wounded to begin with, and... You know, the better energy is just to pull away from it. You know, again, karma will handle that. Pull your energy out of it and, and really take care of yourself now. But I really do feel like there's a new door opening up, and it got, you guys are saying it's very simple. Get into yoga, start exercising, taking care of yourself. Again, do it slow, but you're going to understand something that's going to happen in that process that I love that I see happening for you.
2: See, okay? and I was always told I'm not allowed to take care of myself.
1: Yep. It's all about everybody
2: else, and God forbid if I get the apple when there's, you know, yes. I'm starving. you know what I mean? You got
1: it. No, that, that, that's it. That's why I think I'm getting such a strong hit. I mean, they're like screaming right. it at me. it was me. taken they away want, from me. Yeah, they want you to, that's it. It's time to take care of you. And you know what happens when you take care of yourself? This is a great little lesson of Leo, by the way. When you take care of yourself and really prioritize giving yourself things, you know what happens? You draw people in who want to give to you. And you start getting rid of those shitty people that sometimes like the leeches that get around us. Yes. So you change the whole energy of it. All right.
2: Interesting.
1: Great. I wish I could talk more on this with my fellows. Right, you're absolute. Really? Yeah. yeah,
2: Great personality to go with it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I always uh, that's one of my uh, that's why I've always been a little bit of a showman. In that sense, it comes very, very easy to me. Uh, so I appreciate that. Uh, and awesome. I like Listening you know that. you're
2: like I, I follow you. Boom, boom. Maybe we're, because we're both Sagittarius, but yeah, I get absolutely. it. I get it. You communicate beautifully. Thank you. you.
1: And absolutely tap into that power. You've got it too. It, it's in there. Use the adversity. Turn it around. Use it. All right.
2: Thank you.
1: Jill, thank you for calling. I hope I'm going to stay on time. and an listen, so
2: I'm going to press my one.
1: Okay. I'm just going to put you on hold All right, call. Yeah, you got it. All right. Thank you for that call. Always appreciate talking to another Sagittarius. All right. Who we got here? Oh, five oh. Okay. All right. All right. Next, uh, let's see. That was, make sure I am getting these. I'm not mixing these and screwing these up. Okay. Let me share. Show... All right. 847. I got some 505. 505, welcome to Snake Oil Radio.
0: Hi Jim, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you for taking my call. I really resonated with the previous caller. Um, I loved her energy, and I loved everything that you told her. And I awesome. can really resonate with me with that because um, it is true. I'm at the stage of taking care of myself now after some, uh, you know, family issues. But anyway, enough with that. I'm so and glad to call. What's she your called. name first?
1: Tell me your first name.
0: Uh, my name is Patricia. I'm sorry,
1: okay Oh, that's all right. Yeah. don't worry about it i am just just a just a reminder yeah I'm glad you know that's one of the things I tell people is often you know a lot of similar people with similar questions or themes going on will will call in in the same day yeah. there's such a synchronicity of the universe that's one of the reasons why i whenever i'm non metaphysical people I'm like, you have no idea how how <laughs> the world changes once you open to seeing that synchronicity, so
0: oh yeah, uh, and. I'm at the process of taking care of myself, and I'm now standing in my power. So if she does do that, she's going to be so powerful, especially with that bear. <laughs> bear yeah, it's
1: a, but anyway, it's, a, it's a monster uh, of my the My birthday
0: is 124. I'm an Aquarius. Aquarian, right. I'm one of those right. weirdo Aquariuses that you were talking about.
1: You got to See, that's what I would say. Don't ever don't ever hear the word weirdo and think it's an insult because no, it is. No, no. <laughs> right.
0: It's a good thing.
1: Why be normal, right? Yeah,
0: Absolutely.
1: Why? So do you have a question or you just wanted to share?
0: Oh, I would love your advice for what you have for me. You gave such good advice to the previous caller. I'd like to know. Uh, my rising sign is a Virgo, and uh-huh. I believe Leo is my 12th house. Right. Uh, with Mars in there, Mars retrograde. <clears throat>
1: Mars Excuse is natally. Me, but in your what's
0: your advice for me?
1: Well, if Mars is in your twelfth natally, uh, is it natally there or is it just transiting? It's natally.
0: I have natally. Mars in that, Leo. That's karma
1: with men and male energy. Oh, that has gosh. to be resolved. Yeah, I mean, you, you you've had some stuff with men, no question. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd have been a test, to put it mildly. Oh, uh yeah. So uh, I've got I've got Aries in my twelfth house, contained. <laughs> So I know this well. So this is what I'm hearing. I actually pulled a rune stone for you, and I want to read this to you. Runes are a Viking oracle. They're kind of a navigational consult. And one of the things I love about the runes is they kind of tell you what to do, which I love because they're so direct. Some people get uncomfortable with that, but I know an Aquarian is not going to be uncomfortable with that. Oh no, so I we'll want to be told that. what
0: to do in this yeah, situation. Yeah. So
1: this is this is what. So this is your action energy. Um, it comes up strength reverse. The rune is called Uraz. It means manhood, womanhood, a wild ox. Strengths. Now it's coming up reverse. Reverse doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that there's kind of a test around it in some ways, and how you respond and how you how you handle that. In a, nu- I'm going to read this to you in a minute. But in a nutshell, it always means like you're going through some type of passage in your life, some some transition yes. at some level. I, I jokingly call this the big girl, big boy rune, meaning it's time <laughs> for us to move forward, even if it makes us uncomfortable. We got to grow. We got to have the strength to move forward in our life. Okay. Let me read this little quick passage to you, and then I'll I'll comment on it. He says, um, Without ears to hear and eyes to see, you may fail to take advantage of this moment. The result could well be an opportunity missed or the weakening of your position. It may seem that your own strength is being used against you. For some, Euras reverse will serve to alert, providing clues in the form of minor failures and disappointments. For others, for others, those more deeply unconscious or unaware, it might provide a hard jolt. Reverse this rune calls for some serious thoughts about the quality of your relationship to yourself. But take heart. Consider the constant cycling of death and rebirth, the endless going and return. Everything we experience has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and that is followed by a new beginning. Therefore, do not draw back from your passage into darkness. When in deep water, become a diver. Wow. So... Yeah, it's it's awesome when you think about it, because it's a great play on that, too, to remind you that whatever you're going through, and listen, I, I don't want to, this can be tough, like it's suggesting, it often can feel like you're getting, you know, there's disappointments, there's a feeling of discomfort at some level, but yet the weird thing is behind every seeming, you know, difficulty is actually also an opportunity. Um, The other day, yeah, I mean, there's a great angel card that expresses this, and and they they say it's the blessing in disguise. And I think the key is really to look at whether you're um, able to, one, recognize when your own strength is being used against you, which can mean, like, sometimes we're too good for our own good, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes we're almost (laughs) like we... You know, I had a friend recently. I loved him to death, but I got to tell you, I was friends with him for years, and he finally moved away. And I got to tell you, now that he's gone, like, he annoyed the crap out of me. But I'm like, I always try to be the good guy, you know what I mean? And I can put up with a lot in people because I don't want to be judgmental. And I just realized that he's gone, like, I don't miss him that much. He was so annoying. He was always late, total inconsistency. He was always broke. It was always one problem after another. It was just one, oh, God. And then when he moved, he tried to leave his cat with me.
0: Oh my. And I said
1: no, and I, I, you know, I, thought, I have a cat already. I felt bad. I love his cat. I didn't want to – but I knew we'd find another home for it. But I just didn't want to take that on. So I bring this up because I think you might be going through a little bit of a similar feeling that way, like, you know, about yeah. other people's burdens being thrown at you, and 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 you know what I mean? Like, where, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you got to look at the situation, and and realize that you have given too much in a way that's not harmonious you. I did. You.
0: I did give a lot in the past, but now I am, like, standing in my power. It's so weird. Good. I think when the planet shifted, Uranus, boom. Yeah. I mean, that day, I realized a lot of things. And uh, people don't mess with me anymore, you know? Uh,
1: good. I- I'm glad to hear it. And I, I think that what-, what that what the rune is saying is there may just be a little more test around this to clear the rest of this up yeah. in some way. Sometimes it's almost hidden from view. But the beauty of it is, is I love that expression when he says, in deep water, become a diver. Like, it, 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 Don't be afraid to go in the water in that sense and really, really see what's going on here, because I feel like one of the things about the strength rune is sometimes it will relate to relationships or other things as well, too, but it really you have more of a strength than you know, and I think that there really is kind of some doors that are going to open for you as you really integrate this new... Um, this new energy. Yes. That is uh that you're coming into this new power. And the other yes. thing that I'm hearing too is I'm getting sort of an angel message and it's like you want to um there's also some past toxemia similar to like what Jill went through of people yes. and things that weren't necessarily all that positive. And right. it's to come into forgiveness of it completely which doesn't mean yes. that you keep crappy people around you. I highly don't recommend that. Fact, oh, no, I, I purged
0: through. a lot of people for my life. Yeah. A lot of family had to go. I mean, really had to go. I hadn't spoke to yeah. some of my family members in years. So, yeah, I can understand that, sure.
1: Now the test is just right. It's just to forgive them, to just, you know yeah. what I mean, again. Forgiveness is like, you know, forgiveness is more of an issue of releasing it for us so we don't have to carry it. You know what I mean? It isn't that we're agreeing with what anybody did as much as we're just saying, I refuse to be upset. There's a great angel card that I, I recall that says, um, whenever you find yourself feeling that anger toward the past or irritability, just say, I'm willing to release the part of me that's irritated when I think of you.
0: <laughs> that's a good and I one. I love like that, that
1: because it doesn't, it just, that's what it is. You're like, I'm not going to am gonna feel this anymore. I don't really, I'm not interested. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I, 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 I often say, you know, uh, we don't we don't need to again hang out with people that are negative. But you know, we we need to understand that that we don't want to carry that in our energetic body. So, right. But I like where you're at. I, I like where it's going for you. I think there's some. Uh, you're in a really good space. I think this Leo energy is really going to confirm that, and oh, uh, good. and uh, bring uh, open some new doors for you. So.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for the reading. Awesome. Room Thank you for calling in I Patricia. appreciate it. You have a great night.
1: You, too. Bye-bye. All right. That was very nice. Excellent. Two great calls. All right, I think i take one more call here to make it a quick one, but I'm going to grab it. Thank you both, uh, Patricia and Jill, two awesome calls. I think you're soul sisters more than you know. <laughs> All right. 928, welcome to Snake Old Radio. Uh, yes, hello. Hello.
3: Hey, who are we talking to? Uh, Alvina. Avina? Alvina. How are you? Uh good.
1: Good. All right. Do you have a comment, question? Tell me what's going on. We'll we'll see what we can uh, pick up for you. Oh, I
3: have a a question, like a psychic question. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm wondering about a person named Dell. Uh,
1: Dell or Bill?
3: <laughs> Dell D A L E.
1: DL, all right, gotcha. Uh, your question about that person? Uh,
3: right. I'm wondering if we were going
1: to connect. Hold on, let me let me turn off this air conditioning. I can't hear you. It's so loud. This AC unit that I have on. Let me turn this off for a minute. Okay. Uh, now just repeat the question, thanks. What was that? Oh, I I just I just need to repeat the question. My AC unit is really loud. I just shut it off, so now I can hear you. I didn't hear what you said. what did you want to ask about?
3: Okay, uh, I am wondering if a, about a person named L. C. A. L. E. If we're going to reconnect.
1: Okay, let's see what we get on that. Legitimate question. Was there a did was there a breakup or a separation? Was it someone that you were originally with? Uh,
3: yeah, I broke up with him.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pulling a couple of cards for you on this, so I'll tell you what, what all kind of comes out around this matter. Um, okay, here's what I'm getting. Um, I pulled three tarot cards for you. Uh, the past comes up the five of wands, which means there was a breakup, a difficulty. Uh, but, like, it, it almost means, like, that you did it, like, for your own sense of peace and sanity. I just feel like you might have been feeling pulled in multiple directions, and even though it was... Um, uncomfortable at some level it was sort of the right thing to do in some respects the Eight of Cups though comes up in your present which means like you know it, it means it's an emotional issue it means there's a sense of, of feeling like there's a void or something's missing or something's off kilter here so what I'm kind of getting is I feel like are, are you even talking at all now or no? Uh, No No Because I feel like what's coming up in the future is the two of stones, which means adaptability and and change. You know, I feel like I keep kind of getting an image for you of sort of like that you're going to talk again and begin to, um, and this is even within the next couple of weeks, the next two months, you're going to begin to talk. And at least, like, I keep seeing an image of, of like, laying the cards out on the table is what I'm getting, and usually meaning that you, you, you really you almost need to work this out and begin to talk. I feel like it can be healed somewhat, but it's gonna take a little bit to maneuver that. It's almost like I'm getting that you were really misreading each other at some levels. So that's where a lot of this discomfort necessarily came from. But I am getting that there's there's a there's a future connect here. Almost I, I it feels very practical to me, like you need to almost consider just rebooting it again and so much starting over but really getting clarity around what went wrong and what was um what was uh, the problem in the first place.
3: Oh how so, do you know what the problem was? I addressed yeah. it to him, so
1: And was he resistant to that?
3: Uh no. He said um that wasn't his intention and that he was gonna try but I still broke up with him anyway because I um, people were just telling me things about The relationship Like it wasn't going to last And stuff like that So, But um, right. kind of got into my head So I, I did what it did And after I tried apologizing to him And at this point he's not Talking to me so I'm not bothering him
1: Right Yeah um, and you know he, you know, he, I, keep seeing, I keep seeing the image of a bull So I think it's just that he's being stubborn About working it through, but I'm getting there'll be a break in that in a couple of weeks, and you'll talk, and it just feels like there's there's a need to kind of talk and begin to work things out. I'm not necessarily sure whether you're getting together again as much as there's some conversation or something about this, but he's going to be a little stubborn about it a little bit longer, and then something will break. I don't think you need to pursue it. I would just suggest for you that you put it out there and say, hey, if you want to talk, um, I'm here. If you're not ready, all right? And take it from that angle. I wanna mention this real quick too. I see a lot of this is on a different subject, but there's a lot of changes coming up with your work in a very positive way coming up too. So I keep seeing you being drawn into a different area in your life as well. But I do think you will talk again with him. Give him so let him sit on his like let him brew we're a little talk, longer. But
3: we're not gonna we're not going to get back together
1: or anything? I, it feels like you'll be talking about that, but I don't think that. I'm not seeing that happening immediately at this point. I feel like there's some things that have to be worked out. Um, and if it, I just get a lot of it has to be whether he's willing enough to do that as well. And he's going to hang on stubbornness a little bit longer, and you'll see a shift probably by the end of August with that, and he'll start talking again.
3: Well, it has been a long time.
1: Yeah, oh, so people with stubbornness are amazing how long they can hang on something. Just let them, let them sit on it for a little bit. He'll he'll come around. I think he does miss you. I think that's part of why he's mad.
3: Yeah, but okay. it's just like kind of, it, it's BS. Like, that's something I've already told him from the beginning. I didn't like people like that. Like, that's something. Right. Like, he sort of ran away. That's how I see it. It's like he ran away when things got hard. So I'm like, right. if you're going to do that all the time.
1: I don't know. But you know, try shift shift a little bit in your perception about it. I know it hurt you and it was him running away, but try to understand the fear that was coming up with him. And you don't have to agree with it to understand it and and just make that shift in your own mind and you'll actually see the energy shift around this as well too because I feel like it just feels like a clogged drain and you're going to be more uncomfortable while the drain stays clogged. So just be open to because I again it's all about a communication issue that, that went wrong. I there's think there is some movement with it. I've
3: already made up my mind about it. Like I'm already not going to do anything. Like it's, you don't have it's to. up to him.
1: It's, it, it's up to him to reach out. He will. Just leave it alone. That's it. You're you're you put you put it out there now just wait. No, I, I think you'll you'll be surprised. Uh, I don't know whether you're gonna be surprised enough where it's necessarily going to be great that he reaches out but he will. And then just be open to talk if he's reaching out. All righty. Listen, I've got to I got to cut you off because we're out of time here. So uh, thank you very much for your call, though, and and fill us in on things down the line. All right? Okay. Thank you. Cheers. All right. Looks like we're finished with our show here. All right, guys. Thanks for all the calls. I always wish I can get into more depth, but of course we can't do too much in such a short period of time. So uh, thank you all for all three of those calls. Thank you for Lachey, all the other guests in the in the chat room. Um, I will be back. I won't be back next week because I'm going to take uh, a week off. But I will be back the following week for my column read show, and then uh, so we'll have three shows in August as well. Uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in to Snake Oil Radio. This is Jim Ventura. Hoping your astrology is good, or at least you react to it well, <laughs> because it affects us either way. Have a great day, everyone. We'll catch up with you next time. Cheers.